Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Thanks. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash and this is Wrong Opinion. Hey, look, I'm back. I'm back. It's been a rough, rough, rough week or so. I got sick. Well, first, you know, our baby got sick. But, I, you know, this is my theory. This is only my theory. But since he's not vaccinated, he kicked it in like 12 hours. Like really, he sounded so bad. And then I'm like, honey, you should take him to the doctor. And I, I don't like doctors. Like I really don't. And they're, And actually, my hunch about doctors is correct because they always sell you things you don't need. It's always a scam and all of that. It's very apparent. You know, the the hack, the life hack is figuring out how your own body works. And then you realize, oh, doctors are mostly quacks. Even the good ones, mostly quacks. And they mostly sell you snake oil. But I didn't want to risk it. My, the baby didn't sound very good. We're in a jungle, whatever. 12 hours and he was completely fine. And you know how I know the medicine didn't work? It wasn't because of the medicine that they gave us? Because he threw it up. (laughs) When we tried to give it to him the first day, he threw it all up. So that wasn't even in his system. And he was fine, completely fine after 12 hours. So then I got sick, though, at that same time. And again, we can theorize whether it's a virus. You know, they say there's a bug going around, whether it's a virus or something like that. Or if it's just your body was maybe exposed to things it shouldn't have been exposed to and it's your body purging whatever is inside of it because that's literally what my body was doing and I was getting very dehydrated. So then I sent myself to the clinic the next day and because I, I, I knew exactly what I needed. I didn't go there because I was like, doctor, I don't know what's going on with me. I have no idea what's wrong with me. I knew it was wrong with me. I didn't know specifically why it was happening, but I knew that I was losing fluid and I was very dehydrated. So I needed to go to the clinic for an IV. Very simple. Just put an IV in, in, in my vein and then I'll be fine. And uh, there's a language barrier. There's a language barrier when you go to the doctor. I speak Spanish, but there's certain things I don't know how to convey. And so I'll try my best in English and, you know, because they also are supposed to kind of know English. So... I told them I need an H. I need I I need an IV. I need an I need an IV. And I was there with my wife, and um, and then she was like, okay. The the front desk girl was like, okay, got it. You need an IV. Uh, but she what she thought I really said was, I have HIV. I'm (laughs) and I need help. And uh, so she wrote back on a piece of paper, HIV. And then my wife was like, no, 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 no take off the H, just an IV. And they're like, we don't know. Don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead and sit down and wait for the doctor. So I did. And then I told the nurse, I need an IV. Okay. They don't know what that is. So we were like fluids. We need fluids. And then they were like, Por qué? why? 
And I'm like, because I need fluid. Just give me fluids. I know what I need. So then after like 30 minutes or so where I was starting to question whether they knew what they were doing, things started to get rolling. They put an IV in me and the doctor came and looked at me and was like uh, agreeing with me that I, I need one. Like he, he poked my eye. <laughs> he literally, he, he didn't even wash his hands. Like that's kind of what I like about Costa Rica. It's like, you know, they, they, they uh, are, it's, certain things are kind of modernized, but then certain things maybe aren't. Like the doctor clearly didn't wash his hands. He put his finger on my eye to look at my eye and he's like, mm, yeah, you're right. And then, uh, and then he tried to put antibiotics into the IV bag. And I said, no, don't give me antibiotics. Don't need that. I don't have an infection. Like they didn't even check to see if I was infected. They're like, oh, here's antibiotics. That's the thing. Like they, um, doctors will do the easy thing, not the right thing, but the easy thing. And 99% of the time do not take antibiotics. I'm not a doctor, but don't do that. You're going to ruin your whole system. And, and, uh, you know, you're going to have to rebuild from scratch. It's like nuking your own body. Don't do it. And I was right. Didn't need it. I had another thing that was wrong with me, uh, that I'm, I Googled and it's like, you could have an infection. And the reason, the, the, the way I figured out I, I didn't have an infection was because I wasn't getting worse. I was getting better. So that's as simple as that. If you go to the doctor, just make sure you know more than the doctor. Make sure you kind of understand what is happening with your body and why it's happening. I'm not saying to be an expert or to do research or anything like that, but you know, because pretty much everything they've been telling us is completely wrong. And like, I'm starting to question the anti-tobacco movement that really started to get crazy in the nineties. And then, you know, today it's pretty, the tobacco industry is pretty much non-existent. I mean, it exists, people smoke, but not to the extent that they used to because of the, you know, propaganda. But, um, it feels like it's non-existent because you're not allowed to smoke anywhere. And because the cigarette companies are pretty much, it's like pretty much the only industry that you're legal industry that you're not allowed to advertise your product anywhere at all which again it, it begs the it, it starts like the bullshit meter the bullshit alarm in my brain starts to you know go crazy and i don't trust it anymore so yeah it's been a it's been a really really uh bad week the past week you know not only because i was sick and the baby was sick uh, but some other stuff that we as a family have, I'm not going to go into it, but we as a family have overcome, we'll be stronger as a result. And just send your thoughts and prayers. That's it. Other than that, we're all good. Um, and we're going to be great moving forward. But it's been rough. So uh, like I said, you know, I don't trust the cigarette industry and anything like that. I mean, the anti-smoking campaigns that kind of still exist to this day. I, I do notice it, you know, like the anti-cigarette ads I'm seeing today have to do more with the filter than with the tobacco itself. Uh, and, and the, the commercials are basically trying to convey the message that the cigarette companies were doing this on purpose, which is putting a filter that when you inhale the filter, you're, you're inhaling microplastics as well. Like there's a massive war right now against microplastics, which 
um, I guess we can all agree that that's bad, but I think it has more to do with the petroleum industry than it does with the cigarette industry. Uh, but it seems like they're blaming the cigarette industry with that one, which to me is kind of weird. So I think that with regards to smoking, it's the chemicals that they add to the tobacco, but that's like they add chemicals to everything now. They add chemicals to your vegetables. They add chemicals to your fruits. They add chemicals to everything. So, you know, uh, even even how they wash eggs, which is what Josh Rayner Gold was talking about when I interviewed him about raw milk and everything, uh, even like the acid wash that they wash eggs with, literally chemicals are uh, being used for everything. So uh, they obviously use it in the cigarette cigarettes, and and I think again that maybe has more to do with the the FDA than anything else, and maybe regulations. I don't know. Like, I don't know. But the, the cigarette industry has been completely vilified. So I wanted to interview today um, Kaylee Aaron Mason, who um, has a lot to say about this. And she did confirm, but it doesn't seem like she's showing up. But I'm going to continue on with the show. And I do want to cover things that I missed last week that I thought were important to uh, you know, not be, I don't want to sweep them under the rug and be like, ah, I guess it's old news. Cause it's not necessarily old news. And I do want to mention those things. Um, so hopefully Car- uh, Kaylee, Aaron Mason will show up. If not, then we'll do that interview tomorrow. But I do want to mention a few more things with regards to smoking. Um, a friend of mine sent me this tweet today. Uh, coincidentally, he didn't know I was doing this or trying to do this podcast. But um, someone tweeted, Lutwak with a materialist hypothesis on why politics has become so epically stupid. And then it's, I guess, a screenshot of an article that says, a reason that is less well explored, I believe, is the West's war on nicotine. The massive brain outages we see throughout the West, and particularly in America, are in no small part due to the war on smoking, which both makes people smarter and kills them before they become senile. And then it says under that, absolutely one book I've never, uh, one book I've never written is the impact of the arrival of nicotine and the scientific revolution. A big jump an intellectual achievement that took place among Europeans, all whom smoked. The social history of nicotine begins with the uh, sharpening of the brain. I stopped smoking long ago, but still, I miss it. 